Peaches and cream and reality TV dreams, this ATLT is hot with rich, fabulous steam. From wigs to digs, the peach groves of Atlanta is where the shade lives. The ring didn't mean a thing. That's right. We're walking on a tightrope into this week of Atlanta. And boy, do we have news. Welcome to House by Sarah a show where we watch and preview the ladies who made being a bitch a sport. And that's a good thing. Black belts of bragging. That's just like us. I'm Josh and this is... Hello, it's Kalindi. <laughs> She's back. She's back. <laughs> she burnt down the Irish countryside. She danced to bagpipes galore. Tell us about your trip. How how was it? Did you see I a was housewife? Bopping to bab- bagpipes all over this bitch. Oh, I had such everywhere. a good time. Drank so much, but it was so hard because no one drinks vodka sodas anywhere else in the world. That happened in Italy, everywhere. It looked at me like I'm crazy. And so I'm like, um, Pellegrino. Um What's the other one called? The the P one I can't say. Perrier. Uh, Perrier. Um, Yeah. Yeah, And they all look at me like I'm nuts. They said, are you sure? I said, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Uh, And I was there for the coronation. (laughs) And I like (laughs) rebelled against it with my Scots. I must must say I wasn't a fan of Charles's blouse. Yeah. Was that like an old blouse they always wore? Can we change that color? It just didn't seem royal. It seemed a little bit... um, Dress up with Skipper, not even with Barbie. Like um, Sonia Morgan's million-year-old uh, tablecloth, the napkins that they use. Yeah, the Morgan. That's exactly what it is. It's belted. Sure. Yes, you know it. That's that. It was belted. It was. It's just you know. I feel like everybody else thought got to look good, and he looks like a joke. Yeah. And I also well, feel like we're yes. a little spoiled because all our pictures of Queen Elizabeth, she was so young. I'm like, who is this old man being coordinated? <laughs> He's been waiting a long ass time, uh, right? I know. Like, wow. And it's so crazy because we kept all of our pants that had the queen on them because they're all being reprinted. Everything with the queen gets reprinted to the king. What a waste of fucking money. As as this um, teenage boy I saw buying um, whipped cream from the store that didn't work, what a fucking scum. <laughs> uh, maybe you know. So I heard that, that Camilla wasn't crowned queen consort. They just crowned her the queen. I don't really know what that means. I thought I like, think they were just calling her the queen. I think oh. she's technically queen consort. So because, that means if Charles dies, William becomes king. Like, yeah, she, because she's because they're just by marriage. Right, 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 right. Okay. By injunction, like <laughs> Teresa said. I I I have to say, like, I feel bad, like, because Camilla's put in her time, clearly not just a side chick, and it wasn't her fault she was a side chick to begin with. Um, but I have to say, all I could think about was what if this was Princess Diana? Well, it was crazy to me, too, to think now Kate has the princess title, you know? She's and you know what? Kate deserves it. She has that, like, there is something that's very princess die to me of Kate in a way that, like, there's a genuine likability. High praise, high praise. Well, I there's just, I mean, not the same, but I feel like she's just, there's a genuine likability. Like, you could see her. She's one of the people, like... No matter whether she was a prince, like she is just like a she's just trainable, I think is what it is. I agree. But you know, Charles was with Camilla before he was with Diana. Mm -hmm. Like it's sad because if they if they could have just left each other, like if the royals would have left them the fuck alone, Diana could still be here. That's true. That's true. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. Uh, well, we gotta get into. Some hard-hitting news. Tell us what's happening. Happy Mother's Day, Wig. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening here? Uh, You Um, just don't know how to walk, Kim. You just don't know how to be married. What's happening with your marriage, Kim, is you can't fucking... You just don't know what you're doing. Um, So, obviously, there are... Kim and Croy, it was... Help me with words, Josh. I can't talk. What? Oh, okay. Time yet. It was reported that they reported, owe more than a oh. million dollars 
and back taxes to the IRS. And I was going to say, it just wasn't working. It wasn't working. <laughs> it was, that's how my brain was like, oh. It wasn't working, honey. All I could hear was chiss, chiss. Cheers. 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 This is a scam. You okay? You okay? You all right? <laughs> you all right? No, no, I'm not. Anyway, bitches getting divorced. Both of them have filed. Croy beat her to the courthouse. It was a race to the courthouse, very much like um Ralph and what's that bitch? Drew. Oh, yeah. Sedora. Drew Sedora. Who yeah. said, won't see you in the first episode, bitch. Exactly. Like, who? Who? Me? <laughs> and um, Ralph was like, I get paid on her behalf, right? Exactly. And they're reportedly still living in the house awkwardly together to keep things normal for the kids. And they have both asked for sole legal and physical Wild. custody. Right? That really did surprise me. Um, I mean, ask, believe, and receive, bitch. I guess she was asking for a divorce and she'll receive one. Mm-hmm. Be very specific with your manifesting, y'all. Oh, very specific. I'm... Well, I read that she has already been offered a girl's trip. Um, and so I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, we're at the point, like, if you're going to do a legacy, I think you need to give me an Atlanta legacy before New York. I oh, would 100. love to see a Kim, a Nini. And a um, I, you know, if Lulu, I think if Lulu can bring more, because I'm going to talk a lot of shit about her this episode. If Lulu could bring more, I'd bring her back. I mean, bring me a mustard in. Let's see what's going on. Like, we can go in and out. But I think we could, abs- a Phaedra. Oh. A Portia. That's what they should do. It should be Nini, Kim, Phaedra, Portia, and Cynthia. That would be amazing. Amazing. Or send them on a trip. Yeah. Yes, that would be great. Like, that's what I think they should do is do these legacy trips. not And do those in the middle of the actual girls' trips. Do a New York legacy. You could, I, I mean, only New York and Atlanta legacy, really. I don't really. Yeah, and I do think that what you said about only doing one housewife, like if you're not going to do a full legacy one, right. do one housewife per current franchise because that is what kept Ultimate Girls Trip 3 for so long is because they weren't trying to spoil storylines that were airing. Yeah, for sure. No, absolutely. And it, it just. It's, yeah, I mean, this whole thing. And what happened with Leah? She didn't get sent home. Like, how did we get that confused? Are were they just leaking stories now? I just, you know, I just don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate it. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Well, we are into some exciting times on Bravo. I do feel the energy back a little bit. Um, I Atlanta, I did not feel the energy in this episode, I have to say, but I you recall, I rewatched a couple first episodes of Atlanta, and Atlanta's always kind of been a slow burn because they're mm-hmm. so consistent. I feel like these girls do have to sometimes take a break from each other, but they have genuine connections. And that first episode, everybody's just really feeling each other out again. Right. And I felt that I felt that this episode. I felt like very we're setting up, but I was excited. I was excited. I was I was pissed off Drew wasn't. Who gonna check my new boo? That's what it's called. <laughs> was it? That is yeah. cute. Um, I, he gives me the, the bad energy for sure. Rightfully so. Uh, clearly. And you know, why would we think anything else? Sheree has the worst picker out there. Somebody oh needs, my god. She's like Vicky Gumbelson level. Yeah. Like, oh you're not actually allowed to date people unless it's court mandated. Like you can't date your yes. own people. Um, That's what gonna... the show's called. Court mandated. <laughs> yes. No, but really, <laughs> but really. And we'll have on the jury, we'll have a jury full of peers and dating coaches. Mm-hmm. Let's get this show started guys. People that are bad daters. Um, yeah, absolutely. I love that. I mean, the ladies all look gorgeous. I love like the cover art. Everything they're doing is so new and fresh in Atlanta with their, yeah. uh, with all the pictures and everything. I don't know how I feel about this Candy Todd storyline. I will say it seems a little selfish of Candy to me to like not help him if he wants help in a way that like I'm like, he helps you. Yeah, I don't know. It's all weird. It's a weird storyline. I feel like we've been doing this for years. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and Sanya, poor Sanya, 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 don't spend a hundred thousand dollars on a party, baby. We do not need to go bankrupt like wig, okay? Uh, uh, Right. I thought forty thousand was a lot, and then you bop, bop, bop to the bank, okay? Also, 
it was pretty, but it wasn't $100,000 pretty. She got you, girl. She got you, girl, because the floors weren't covered in rugs. They were taking mm-hmm. the pictures from the bottom, and all I could see is, like, gravel. Yes. I was like, I was like, this. the details were not handled. The details were not handled. Now, I do think the space probably felt magnificent, but I'm talking, I, I, you know what? I bet they spent a lot of money on liquor. I bet they had a lot of expensive liquor, and it's a big room of drinkers, but they spent a lot of money on liquor. But do you pay for <coughs> the bar up front? Um, yeah, I think so. Oh, because I, I thought you used to pay the tab at the end. I, it, I think it depends on your package. So I, right, like a down payment, and then yeah. So some yeah. people you can pay, you pay for like now. I when I we did big events, they would there was a price for unlimited bars, and then there was a price that you paid for the bar sometimes. So you can do an unlimited bar with a certain selections, and then you, it's like an endless buffet. You just try to out drink yourself because you already paid a value. Or yeah. you can do like I'm going to do ten thousand dollars at the bar. Then they ring in everything that they do, and then they'll and pay over. over. Okay, it, okay. Pay over at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What but do you think the yachts are? Because I always think about that on below deck. I don't think they have any charges. <laughs> unless, I I think there's no charges unless that one yacht where like they specifically asked for like a very for like, a certain they, yeah king, when they got the King uh, Henry the Eighth or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, when they when they get special things like that. I'm guessing it's added on um, or if, you know, they pay so much damn money. I feel I like there's a lot of shit you can ask for. People just don't. That's what I want to take that for. The things that are actually included in that fee that people don't ask for. Right. Because I think there's a lot of stuff that you just don't know that is included in that. You just don't know to ask. Right. And we're going to do our research before we go on. Right, for sure. Did you read that Miami, the next season of Miami and Below Deck Australia are coming to regular Bravo? On Bravo. Congrats, ladies. And congrats, uh, Below Deck Australia. Yeah. The Miami girls have been really working hard for this, and they just gave it to you right out. Down under. Down under. Vibes. Vibes. And I just finished watching the new Dancing Queen show. Oh. Um on in the background while I was doing my flower arrangements. I thought it was going to be about drag queens. Uh, no, no, there is a show called Dancing Queens that is about a drag queen and her dance studio baby, Alyssa Edwards. But mm-hmm. that's on Netflix, so I guess they just stole the name. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's probably proprietary since Abba. They, everybody just has to pay Abba, honestly, to use that name. They own it. Um, yes. What do you think? I thought the ladies could give it to me. I was interested... I wanted it to be a little more like Dance Moms meets Housewives. Like I felt like I could have, I was really interested in the drama between the partner, Sabrina and her partner. I yeah. liked that info. I, it's just so much money to not win anything. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe And that was like, they must not be good. Are they not winning money? <laughs> and like, I need to rewatch. When do you become an, a pro if you've done this for 20 say. years? Like the lady. Some girl was like, I've won thing. every competition we've entered. And I'm like, yeah. okay, so. Why is somebody what? not paying you? Yeah. Yeah, this I, is crazy. Well, and then they're like dancing fees. It, they, I don't know. It just all seemed like. And I'm like, well, when, do fucking scam. when do you have the time? No, never. I don't know. I didn't even have the time to mow my lawn half the time. I'm just like, when will it happen? Oh, that was my impression of Raquel. That's how, when will it happen, Tom? Oh, Ariana, this is great. Oh, God, that dumb bitch. I think we should, Scandal, I have to say, these last two episodes have chilled me. I used to think that Raquel was just a dumb bag of coral. Mm-hmm. Now I think she's evil. Oh, but she was in pageants, of course. I think she is one of the most narcissistic characters I think we've ever seen. I mean, it's wild. I mean, think of our other pageant queens that we got from Housewives. Joyce? Joyce? Yeah, but... Joyce? (laughs) No, Candace, Ashley, we talk about this. Yeah, most of them are... Mm -hmm. The best housewives are um, pageant queens because they're super competitive and know what it takes to win. And so I think Raquel's like that. Oh, well, I couldn't, I just couldn't uh, buy the necklace that you wore and then to look at Ariana and ask them how their sex life was. And to say, so you want to stay together? 
And then to go up to Miss Maloney Baloney <gasps> and go, what, Carrie? What, <laughs> like, whoa. And honestly, they better be glad Tequila ta- Tammy, Tequila Katie was tame because I might have jumped over that table at her. I was like, are you kidding? Do me? not break up my family. <laughs> Exactly. Um, oh, oh, in Jersey, we have to talk about Jersey, 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 Jersey. Um, you know, Louis, 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 Louis has become unhinged. He is oh, truly lost it, it. He's the man that we always knew he was. Right yeah. now, you know, you're not it, even going to recognize me. I'm like, oh, there he is. It's fun to watch somebody with psychopathy who's just went through a lot of therapy because like he's still a psychopath, but there are times he control it, control it, and he knows he's very aware, but he just can't control himself. So yeah. and it's it's interesting to watch. Um you know, I'm glad they didn't go to the wedding. I I think that this is all a bunch of bullshit. You see those text messages. I why I mean, I can't believe Melissa. Teresa invited you to 18 fucking things and you didn't show up. Yeah. So like you and you keep acting like and we didn't invite us when the one thing that she doesn't invite you. I have to tell you, I have a hard and fast rule. If I invite you to three big things and you don't show up, I don't invite you anymore. Because I, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I I don't know. I agree. I'm you know we're petty like that. But then on the other side, we but are. Joe we couldn't wait. Like it's like that one person can't go to some of these things. Like yeah, Joe someone invite up. some. Yeah, absolutely. With Send one someone. of the kids, and you bring little wanted, Gino. Bring yeah, she Joe. wanted Gino in the wedding. Yeah. They said no. They keep she does ask a lot, and they say no a lot, and then they're doing it on the circumstance that they weren't asked first. There's yeah. just so much pride involved that, like, you know what? It's just very frustrating, and I do understand. I do understand. It is a slap in the face to it, it do be invited after Jennifer, after all this happens. I get all of that, but when it comes technically, down to she was it, invited before Jennifer. Yeah, she was. She was, and she didn't want to do it, and she never wanted to do it. Melissa never really wanted to be in that wedding, so no. They just uh, want excuses to complain, just like treat like they all just are waiting for the other ones to screw up so they can have more to add to their anger pile. Yeah, and I am excited to see this finale because Melissa's gonna lose it. This is this looks bad. This see, looks but that's bad. what I'm not excited about. Like it makes me sick a little yeah. because I know that Tree is gonna get so so much of the brunt of it when she went to them in the beginning and told them. It, yeah, no, she is. I, I, but I think this is probably what needed to happen. And maybe they can just like chill out, not talk to each other, and not talk about it ever again. Yeah, you know? right. Well, they're going to be, I, I'm almost positive they're casting them both. Um, I think it's a bad <sighs> choice. I just don't think that, I think we're, it's just stale. It's a stale story. Yeah. That's the problem with all of the franchises for me. It's just so stale. Like, I, I well, really, people only really have hope. so much to give. People yes. only like, like, like you. Nobody's life is that exciting for fifteen years, right? Absolutely, and to like be in a tight little pocket, like the Kardashians. There's a lot of them, and they're all one family. So right. I mean, I haven't watched it in years, but I'm just saying, like, it's different when you are on a group of friends and you have one storyline basically that has to mold for the entire season. Like, when it's just about your family, you can be like, I have a thousand things going on, and just show that. Right. No, absolutely. And the Kardashians, you know, when you have unlimited wealth like that, you can make storylines. It's exciting to see you just travel places, honestly. Right. Um, And they have psycho spouses, partners all the time. Yes, always, yeah. They're always switching partners. They should be on court-mandated, too. (laughs) They absolutely should. They should, but I'm mostly excited about this Vanderpump Rules reunion. I'm sad it's three parts, but I am excited to watch it happen. And, and on I'm, Peacock, it's going to be uncensored. Oh, amazing. I'm excited to see, because I know he does one-on-ones with Ariana, Tom, and Raquel all alone. Then there's two different reunions. I'm kind of interested in this kind of dynamic where we get different views on how to ask questions 
in a way that like, I mean, I'm almost ready to go full MTV where he interviews all of the housewives by themselves. Then behind each other's backs, he shows them split screens and then they react. <laughs> <laughs> and then they charge the stage. And then they get in a brawl. I'm ready for full on melee. 60 minutes in. Uh, that's what I'm ready for, guys. But if any of you guys like Dateline, I'm going to recommend a show. It's called... Um, Maybe I'm not going to recommend the show. Undercover Underage, I think. It's on Discovery Plus. And it's about this woman named Rue who owns a business. Still don't understand why they have to live and work in a mansion all the time and how they afford all these computers and how people get paid that do this. Love to know. But she um, had the first season, she had like five personas and she's like literally 38. And I'm looking at her, I'm like, bitch, you're 38. Like, but she's like, hi, I'm Rue and I'm 15. So she uh, runs would you like some frozen lemonade or sweet tea? Have you watched it? I used to oh. watch that. But is that what it used to be on like a long time ago? Is this new? Or it's old, new. right? This is new. Oh, well, there used to be an old one. Well, with Brian Williams, right? Oh, yeah, Dateline. Oh, yeah, Dateline. it used to be on. Yeah, to catch a predator. Yeah, to yeah. catch a predator. It used yeah, to be on no, yes. So this is kind of like that, but it's like just like a, a mom of three, and she's like running multiple social media pages, and they got. <gasps> oh, I heard her on Dateline. Uh, and they do a lot of IP address work and like they figure shit out. Unfortunately, the first season kind of sucked because it was really sad because these people never got arrested mm. because they are really protective because this is just a regular woman and her team. So right. They don't let her. Um, also, a lot of those to catch your predator things, there were a lot of lawsuits and things involved. You have to be very careful now. Because, right, because you can't say that you tricked them, that they right. were... Well, that's they... because at first I was like, I there has to be a lot... They always have a cop with them so that they know, like, what the laws they're following. But a right. lot, some of it can be entrapment because she's actually 38. So, right. You know, it gets complicated. And I think there are a lot more laws behind it now. But this second season, they are fucking busting people's asses. But they got these poor little 20-year-old girls who, like, the one girl looks 12. Like, genuinely looks 12. And I'm pretty sure they're traumatizing this girl. Because, like, they full-on, like, videotape. Like, these dudes are, like, jerking off and everything. So, like, they have <gasps> to watch the whole thing. And, like, be because they have to have enough evidence. And they have to have a positive name ID on these people. So, they're, they're, they're like, look up Star Tattoo. Like, they're yeah. trying to figure it all out. But I'm this one 20-year-old girl, I'm pretty sure that, like, she's being traumatized i'm like she's not old enough to do this like oh this my is God. too much but watch it it's really good it's really intriguing it's really exciting just in case you're into a little bit of that kind of tv it can be depressing but it also can be like you did it right Victory. yes okay well let's sit back relax and get ready to go back to a time where kim was still single um, sorry, Kim. Uh, well, she had Big Papa. She had Big Papa. We're going to go back to October 8th, 2009. What were we listening to? I got a feeling that nothing has changed this week. But we will run this town tonight, eventually. Run yes. this town has to throw I Got a Feeling off. Scott. I would hope so, yeah. I can't believe a lot of things haven't thrown this off, actually. Box office, Zombie Landed on TV. Eureka. I've never heard of that show, Eureka. Have you? I think I've heard of it, but I definitely have never watched it. Mm. Heard of it, saw the preview, said no. Anyway, <laughs> on to the headline. Decline. <laughs> uh, see you later. Bye, bitch. Uh, no, bitch. Uh, you ready for the headlines? John Jr. Gotti loudly erupted in court today during his fourth racketeering trial, screaming at the prosecution's star witness during his break, you're a dog, you're a dog, did I kill little girls, you bleep, you're a punk, you're a dog all your life, you always were, do I strangle little girls in motels, he blurted out at John Elite, as John Elite was led out of the federal courtroom in Manhattan after testifying against him. Damn. Wow. Thanks, New York Post. That was nothing that was makes me more angry than when some calls me a bleep. Uh, I hate that. Yeah. Uh, that is riveting. Um, and honestly, where's the TV show? I need to see this. Did he? I don't think he strangled little girls. 
I think he paid somebody to strangle a little girl. So yeah. uh, did he do it? We're not sure. Uh, remember on Mob Wives? No, Teresa met up with the gaudy. With yeah, the, uh, I Victoria. Was, I was said, said Mob Wives, but it was Teresa. Yeah, it was Teresa. Oh, Teresa, Teresa, Teresa. And celeb gossip. Oh, fashions. Dangly earrings. Don't wear mm. those when you're in a fight, though, girls. Mm-mm. Don't wear those. Celeb gossip. Christy Brinkley and Peter Cook finally agree on something. They each think the other should be behind bars. A year after their vicious divorce battle, the supermodel and her philandering ex uh, barred, uh, bared their fangs in a Long Island courtroom yesterday, hurling charges and uh, countercharges of violating terms of the settlement. The New York Post is really delivering on these action verbs. Wow. I mean, there's no change so, in the song for this week, but the stories. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Now, if I remember correctly, because this was a huge divorce, was he philandering or was he the one that had a shit ton of porn that just was all over his devices? I, I don't remember. I, I, It was like this huge thing and it's so weird now. It makes sense. But like people didn't talk about porn in 2009. It's right. become such a big part of our culture with OnlyFans. Porn has kind of been normalized. But back then it was massive to hear about like a married man who has like volumes of porn that his wife discovered and it was and his wife was Christy motherfucking Brinkley. Right. No, I think he did actually cheat with his oh, okay. assistant. Oh, teenage been... assistant. I wonder Oh, what... even worse. Maybe he should have been on that fucking porn. show. She was only eighteen. Uh well, legal. Well, it probably started before the that. The girl I'm that's saying. traumatized, they have her as 13, and she does look 13. I, mm. It is shocking, but it is it is chilling. And some of the show is very traumatizing. Like, they'll get off the phone, and everybody just cries together. And I was like, and that's kind of why I like I like the drama of it. But they run, like, 50 phones at a time, and I have no idea how they keep it all together. Ooh. That would be very hard. I did. I listened to, I was like, what did I hear that on? I listened to um, the podcast, The Secret Room. Uh-huh. And that a girl that had that job was talking about it wow. and how that she was like, she had to be basically on call and she was like a nurse in her real, as her real That's job. Crazy. But then they would text her and they'd be like, we need a picture of you right now doing this. Cause like they got the guy, yes. the, the cops I bet, would be I bet chatting. they work for her. I bet yeah. they work for her. She is on it and she, like they, they are very detail oriented and it's, it's impressive, but I feel bad because like she seems to never be with her girls yeah. and I feel like it's almost taken over too much of her life. And I'm like, you guys need a break. I don't, it's like being a cop and like SVU. It's not good to live in that darkness all the time. But can you, but how I understand? Not? Yeah. I, 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 well, but I feel like it's like mandated. You've yeah. been mandated that you've got to like fucking take a break. Cause yeah. I just don't think it's healthy. I oh, agree. It, Definitely. You know, and who am I to talk about what's healthy, honestly? Uh, honestly. Well, let's get into the episode. Do we have a title? High Heels and Record Deals. Well, that one's great. Good job. They're really getting a hang of these. They really uh, are. So we open up and... You know, Kim, she's in justice shopping for herself and Ariana, but mostly Ariana. She's like, uh, ring it up. Just wrap uh, it all up. I hate honest, shopping. She hates shopping. That was shocking to me. I think she hates shopping for anybody but herself. Yes, exactly. Um, and <laughs> she goes, I'm shopping for my daughter. She's seven. She goes, aw. And she goes, she's a mess. <laughs> I was like, she's a mess, to be honest. <laughs> like, that's hysterical. She's like, yeah, that's fine. Bye, doll. Basically, this woman was shopping for ariana like just whatever anything in a size 10 please anything um and then she goes into her confessional and she says because she's there to meet candy and she says i'm indebted to you candy for life just not enough to go see your most recent performance that you were scared of uh, that you were terrified to do because of being reintroduced your debut into the world again Mm um i mean kim was allegedly home because Brielle was sick. And I say, no, she wasn't. And you yeah. don't care to leave the house when the kids are sick. That's why you have a nanny. And at least call. Like, okay, fine. But why would you not call or text her? It's not like Brielle got sick as she was, like, running out the door. Yeah. And then she goes into confessional again. Because Candy Candy held her to task a little bit. But then literally let her off, the, uh, off of it in just a second. And so... 
then they start talking about their men and Mama Joyce is not here for AJ and Kim was like, you know, my mom's almost always been right. And I was like, this is odd. I don't think that you say this five years later on TV. Yeah. And so, and they said Mama Joyce was almost right, always right. And I don't think she was either, to be honest. Well, I think Candy doesn't have a great picker either. No, I agree. She needs to be on mandate. Yep. I mean, hopefully she never gets a divorce, but I'm just saying if she does, mandate. Here yeah, you go, they're girl. they're definitely in a, like a dark place right now. You can tell. Yeah, especially I mean that's going into year two too because last year without that I mean mostly that disgusting apartment in New Jersey, but yeah, is what that would have made anybody ill to be honest. Um, and then I I think you know anybody everybody else remember I I feel like most couples when they have kids their age go through a dark time. I think it's it's hard. Really that's a hard, hard age. Yeah, two little kids. I think it's exhausting mm-hmm. and you really don't have time to give to anybody else except the kids because they just need so much all the time. Oh, yeah. and especially after those two, you know, it's always strange to me. And I would like, I wonder if there's like been studies done. It's, it's crazy to me to people that raise their kids fully and then start again. I wonder if that's Well, Todd never really raised his kid. That's true. But did have an adult kid. About Kayla. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that, yeah, but still having two kids and such two sets of kids and such very different life stages seems overwhelming. I think it would be harder. Yeah, me too. I feel like because adult kids require a lot too, they just need a lot of different things. So And I think, I think you would be comparing it so much. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like you would be like, Oh my god, it was so much easier with Riley because you're so much younger and you have more energy. And you and don't so remember what it was yeah. like either. So it always seems easier 20 years later. Right. And there's so many different, like, technology. It's so different. So I think it would just yeah. be so hard. For sure. Um, and then Candy offered up mo- counseling to Mom Joyce, and she agreed, which I was shocked. But, you know, she's going to go, allegedly. We'll see if she shows. Mm-hmm. Um, then we go to uh, chatting with Lisa Wu, because that's all we fucking do this episode. We just talk, different people talk to Lisa Wu Wu. Um, Nini and Lisa Wu are talking about um, her charity event for domestic violence and are sharing about their experiences with domestic violence. And I thought that was really brave and really uh, amazing because sure. we haven't really seen that yet, you know? No, we haven't. Not on television, not like with real people, um, and not with these women specifically. Um, and it's really it, I think it's just such a an eye-opening experience, and especially for women that are in relationships like that, have mm-hmm. access to watch things like this, to see women that are so successful now and appear to be so strong just to show that, like, anybody can be in this situation. Right, right. Anybody. It's not it's it just make weak people. Weak. Exactly. Yeah. It yeah. can happen to anyone. And, I, you know, I these sh- shows like this and having that kind of example, I'm sure, have helped countless women. And so... It is really personal and brave to put it out there for everybody to know. Yes, absolutely. Um, And Nini did it for Bryce. It was so sweet. She was like, I did it for Bryce. Uh, She wanted to stay with her, but then she left for Bryce too. And Lisa said she stayed with her, um, her abusive partner because she had, and both these were such different, but real examples. She had grown up in a family where her parents were married for so long. You don't leave. Yeah. Well, and also you just, nobody wants to be the first person to like get divorced in their family. Like, you know what I mean? There's just so much shame involved in that. And Um, you blame yourself, you know, you're like, if everyone around me is succeeding, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, for sure. Um, This was the best of the woo woo conversations. I think we had, I Mm -hmm. just never realized like, we really only see her paired off with people. It's she's never really in the mix as much, but she yeah. does seem to have personal relationships with almost everybody. Right. Which, you know, I, I, I need both from Will. But um, then we go to uh, Lisa and Candy meeting together for uh, the second of the Lisa talks. Um, and this is this is where I've lost it with the Lisa and Ed NFL story. Not only because of last season, but just because we know how this all works out. Right. Um, and so she's talking about Ed's future with the NFL. And Candy is, you know, being simpatico and she's helping commiserate with her and kind of giving a different look into how what Ed's feeling about all of this. Right. 
Yes, she talks about like going from being a star. And I do think that this is very relatable for a lot of people in the sports industry. Like, I feel like that most recently we saw that on a big, a big stage with Tom Brady. This could have been why they got divorced, where it he definitely can't stop. You know right. what I mean? Well, and not only that, but that is your goal for your whole life. So if that is really something that you work toward and your main goal, can you imagine all through high school, all through middle school, all through everything, you're giving up parties, you're giving up all of this stuff so you can be healthy and train and be the fastest and shave um, time off your 400. And You know what I mean? Like you were working so hard and then to accomplish it and it feels so good and to provide everything you wanted and then all of a sudden it's gone. That would be terrifying. And you're still so young, you know? Right, 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 right. Yeah, you just have to think about your body. And I do understand. I, I wish, you know, he has a lot of options. I think he just should think about, like, the next stages, coaching and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, because he wants another baby. You can't have that if, like, your knees don't work. Well, yeah. I, I definitely. But I think that it's hard because you're getting injured. It's not all that old. Well, yeah, and you're getting injured throughout your whole career. You get injured, you get hit hard in high school, you get hit hard in college, and they always, they're giving you steroids, they're not, you know, like, they're giving you prednisone. I'm not saying that they're giving you illegal drugs, but, you know. I think that's what she's saying, folks. She's not doing anything. But I'm just saying, they're telling you your whole life to fight through this pain, so you don't wake up one day and give up your dream, and then all of a sudden you accept that your body's done. With the, your whole right. life, they're telling you, just keep stretching, just keep pushing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you're making all that money. And if you marry somebody like Wig, you're going to need it. Oh, <laughs> you're going to need it, boo. Yeah. Because she's going to spend it, boo. You know, mm-hmm. it's shocking because they had to have amassed. I wish, I want to see the tale. I need the Hulu documentary because they had to have amassed a certain fortune. Because to have a show on your own. They were making really good money. And to think that Kim blew through all of that in 10 years. No, it doesn't surprise me at all. I've told you that all along. I mean, they, I mean everybody had been calling her out. No one has private out. chefs for every day. And especially, the how could it be fucking or audacity, like Ramona says, to have a fucking <laughs> private chef and make her make you, like, tortilla chips and cheese? And fettuccine Alfredo every day. Every day. Every day. Just fucking order the Olive Garden. That's what you want, bitch. That's That's what what I'm saying. Like, Like, you literally get Chick-fil-A for lunch every day, and then you want all of the fuck is Chef Tracy Bloom doing there? That's insulting. Why did we ever give up on our old schedule? What happened to Chick-fil-A Monday, Subway Tuesdays, Applebee Thursdays? You know what happened? Yeah, exactly. We needed to just stick with that. Because I think that's insulting to Chef Tracy, especially because... On the show, they would always criticize her. Like, her food wasn't good. And I'm like, bitch, you eat like a nine-month-old. They all did, too. It is, I mean, even Croy. I mean, it is shocking that those people deserve to be together. I am absolutely gobsmacked that they're getting divorced. I never thought that would happen. I didn't never. either. But it just goes to show you how much Kim loves money. That's what it's Truly, true. yeah. Because- also, like, what an idiot, though. Like, you, neither of you are book smart. Why would you let either one of you people run your own money? Like, you guys needed somebody to help you. I don't understand. What, like, if she was the one depending on Coy to pay things, that should have never happened. But he acts like he's smart. And remember how he would, like, lecture Brielle about how to spend her money? Oh, I like, do. Um, are you okay? Um, you okay? You're have right. You, have you looked to your right to that woman in a wig? Kim's over there looking like the Hamburglar. With her scratch-offs. <laughs> She's spending money. She's just burning 20. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know, I we will be seeing her on TV. We will, well, no matter what it is. But like I, it or not. Like it or not. And I'm sure she's going to... You know, it's just so weird to go from you're not literally, you can't be anywhere without him to be... That's divorced. what I'm saying. Like, it's, he's riding like you my, everywhere. They, like, are shut down. Like, I thought that their doors were welded shut because they never go anywhere. Any of them. No, anywhere. And and I think, I hopefully they saw that townhouse. I mean, some assets. Oh, thank you, Big Papa. Is he broke too now, though. Can't well, even go back to Big Papa. It, it, <laughs> she'll find a new. Bring her back. She can go to Marlo's training class for dating billionaires. Uh, her training class, I listened to it on Juicy Scoop, and she said, well, realistically, she only dated one billionaire. But you know what Marlo did? She goes, it's not about the cash. It's about the deed. 
She was like, make sure he he, he buys you the car in your name. She, yep. He bought her that house that she's in and bought the car and everything was put in her name. Um, and I was like, genius. Look at her Mark, now. But and make sure that they pay it off. You know what right. I mean? Because right, right. it's not helpful if you have a mortgage in your name that you can't pay. She did say that. She said it's all about the pink slips. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, which should be her line. Did they do? I didn't remember tagline. They haven't done it yet. I think that yeah, recently they, they haven't showed them until like the second or third episode. Right. 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 And I guess there's not a new housewife. I thought there was. There's just like a couple friends up. Courtney Sometimes they up. they get introduced late. Is oh, this their first right. season? Well, I we just they're just on the picture. <laughs> no, I know, I know. But I swear sometimes they like put them in later. <laughs> the new girl's just the peach. Her face is <laughs> inside the peach. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a do, peach. Do, do, no, that's good. Like face from Nick Jr. Right. Do, do, do. Burr, burr, and you are watching Disney. Um <laughs> yeah, I was talking about like introductions, green screen. Okay, <laughs> back to the real stuff. Um, I forgot. I forgot everywhere. It was. Charade. Charade. Promo. Shoot. She buy for... commercials. Yeah, yes. she buy commercials, and she is asking for adjectives. Right. Is sightseeing a verb? <laughs> she is sightseeing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would have had Kim with the Ariana dress. Yeah, dresses like a giraffe and an elephant, and Kim's in full safari gear. She <laughs> is sightseeing. <laughs> <laughs> she is wig hunting. Oh, uh, we could do this all day. It reminded me of uh, season five of America Top America's Top Model, where they did the secret commercial. And my secret is, um, and the and the one girl's gold nicks. And my secret is, I sleep with nightlight, and I'm scared of the dark. And she had a full meltdown. She was like, I have no other secrets. <laughs> like make one up bitch like yeah. my secret is i have to eat liquid food all the time because i had trauma when i had braces like come up with something i thought you were um, gonna say because i can't digest solid foods without <laughs> shitting my pants my secret is i'm doing a coffee enema right now uh, my secret uh, is Jamie Lee Curtis. On it. <laughs> she is all of us with her activity, her activia. My oh, secret is <laughs> I can't I shit. Bones. Oh, no. oh no, that's Boniva. That's Sally Field. Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, Sally Field. <laughs> my secret is my bones are brittle. Um, my bones are crumbling <laughs> right as I speak. My bones don't like me. They really don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sally Field. You're a legend and a queen, and we I hope you. your bones love you. We love yeah. you. If your bones hate, we'll you, give you we ours. Oh, uh, we'll give you ours. <laughs> my bones, Sally Field. My my secret is I have no bones. This is the bottle of a person. I have no bones because I gave them to Sally Field. <laughs> my secret is I have a bone to pick because Sally Field stole all my bones. Oh, um, yeah. This is a low budget version of that. Honestly, I thought this was the best idea Sheree's ever had. I actually thought it was great. It seemed like she got different women, like that represented different groups. It did, you know, it just seemed nice. Like, but what is it airing was, on? That's um, my WNB five channel yeah. five. She's paying okay. for this. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Can you more hair care? Don't you remember? Um, yeah. uh, my, I did think that I saw Kenya Moore in um, an Afro during that running. There was a girl in the back of the charity event um, that we'll see later that looked a lot like Kenya Moore, and I'm not sure it wasn't. She was probably there running with Do You White. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go oh, to... Oh, but Sheree does say also, because she says that how she gets all these different types of women, and she appreciates them speaking in their native tongue. <laughs> like Jersey this week. So when did you speak? learn to speak English? So, that was my uh, favorite part, Brittany. So did you come over here at 23 and not know English? <laughs> and then she tried to make it better. She was like, well, not everybody in the region, you know? I was like, no. No, yeah, no. yeah, they do. Yeah, they do, Brittany. It was really funny. Uh, she had, I liked them all together. She had a really good um, sense of humor about it. I like Brittany a lot. Yeah, I like her too. And you know what I like about Brittany? There is no part of her where she's trying to stare, cares about the camera or is trying to steal the limelight. She's just like there. Yeah. Love it. Love I her so. heart. 
I, I hope so too. God bless her. Uh, God bless everyone. I thought that at the end, Sheree should have came on and went, she is delusional. <laughs> and just smiled. <laughs> then walked away. She is delusional. Um, we're, so then we're talking um, to one. Or Jamie of, Lee go at the end and say, she is all of us. <laughs> she is. Uh, I'm the little bastard did the thing. Um, and then we go to another snooze fest of the scene for me. Ed talking to Jack as coach. Um, Jack says he's not ready. Ed thinks he's ready. This is kind of the um, elite. Lisa marches up in her Bluetooth and she's over, over, over. We're not allowed to play this game anymore. He's kind of having the realization that it's, it's hitting him that he's probably not going to be able to play again. Mm-hmm. He had a knee surgery and he said all, he just had a debridement and that it's never been the same since. But they really, I mean, sometimes they clear out too much. Too much. Too yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, and you just can't mess with your knees like that. Well, and for normal people, you know what I mean? Like, right. you'd be great, but come on. Yeah, he's going to function well, but like this is, you know, you just can't be in the Olympics every year. That's just mm-hmm. how it works. Um, and then I don't really have anything else to say. This was kind of a long scene for nothing. But time to hang up his cleats. Next, see you later. Next, bye. This is a new pa- a podcast we call Compassion for Athletes, <laughs> where we pretend not to have compassion for athletes, um, and because we have no compassion for rich people who have sob stories, uh, because you're just so fucking rich. Like, just pick up, you know what? Also, like, there's other sports. Bocce ball. No, I, I feel bad okay. for them. I think that they, I hate football owners more than anyone because I think that they exploit their anyone. players. Guys. Well, more than hey, a Michaela, lot of people. Mark this down, top of the list. More than a lot of motherfucking people because I think they exploit people, especially that come from poor backgrounds and don't have other ways out. I'll do, I'll do a separate podcast about this. <laughs> Join me this when we compassion uh, for athletes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I Kalindi's podcast called Compassion for Athletes. You can do uh, it with me. Yeah, I'll do it with you. And all I'll say is compassion for athletes. For athletes. You just do the uh, voiceover work. Yeah. So I, I say it, uh, I, yeah, you're like you do like a full rant and after I'm gonna say <laughs> she has compassion for athletes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. Okay, and then we go to uh, Dwight. Yeah, um, the self-proclaimed Dwight. gift from God. Yes, and he's, he and Sheree are in a meeting. Allegedly, Sheree's there. Um, but Dwight is running it. He put on his bossy panties today because he does. He he is so annoyed that Sheree is there. He's like, can you not go somewhere else? He's yeah, like, he was she doesn't need to be here. here. Yeah, he literally said, "What she like? She doesn't need to be here." <laughs> Dwight actually forgot that he has yet to see any of the clothes, and that this has nothing to do with him. <laughs> Welcome to um, my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a new podcast we call Compassion for Fashionista. <laughs> Dwight will be on Compassion for Fashion. <laughs> Passion for Fashion. Oh, it comes on right after mandated. Oh, yes. And Dwight will be our first delusional person. But I will tell you, Dwight does know what he's talking he about. He is asking the right question. And he's asking all the questions. He is looking around the room. He does have the details. And honestly, if Dwight would run Sheree's life, it would have ended up much differently. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and she's like, I, is there a TV wheel out? She's like, what's about the TV? A projector from the middle school across the street. <laughs> And he's and like, just, no, Dwight was no. like, I don't like that. He was like in the lobby, and he actually does just get her a projector that she has to draw she on by Sheree on with a transparency that moves every time. Oh, these promo more like pro-no. Yeah, right. Um, that is all she's concerned about because what Dwight doesn't know is that the only finished product is that video. Yep. So, and the only thing she paid want. for. Yes. Uh, um, and uh Sheree says that she's the HDIC. She doesn't say that, but the the head de- the head designer in charge. And um, uh, I'm not sure. I, I designer is such a strong word. Yeah, Sheree. Um, it implies that, you design something. Mm-hmm. Also, it implies that you're in charge, and I don't think you were any of these things in this no. meeting. So um, then we go to Candy, 
and she has a lot to say, but she is also eating a delicious meal. I don't know what she was eating, but those boxes will look like they were full of happiness. Please uh, send she, us some. Mm, send us some immediately. Um, and then she is, but she is mostly worried about her new album and kind of being reintroduced to the world. Yes. And I understand that she was talking about like when Escape came out, their first song you would change radio stations and you'd hear it everywhere. And just kicking it. Just kicking it. And, she and would... she's still torn with those bitches. Yep. Well, most of them. Most of them. <laughs> most of them. And she, but she, you know, she really, yeah. she will be back. These ladies, they need, they need a little escape sometimes. Mm. Uh, you know, they need to get out of there. And, and also not everybody likes to work as much as Candy. True. People need their space. They but... need their room. They need time to breathe. I think that that they make really good money on tour, and that's, that's where they make all their money. That's where that's what I was gonna say. So that's uh where you gotta. That's why you gotta work. Oh, so I'm not at work. She has compassion for athletes, but no compassion for R and B superstars. Yep. Um, unfortunately, get back to work, Tasha. Get back to work, Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> Your knees are fine. <laughs> Race them um, up and come on, come on. So, she, but now she—it was really sweet. She was like, "I miss hearing my songs on the radio." I'm like, "Bitch, half the songs on the radio you wrote. You're hearing all your songs on the radio." Um, but she wants to hear her voice on the radio, and then she has a meeting in LA to meet with Capitol Records. Mm-hmm. Um, Capitol Records seems has an evil, evil like feeling to me as a building. Capitalism. Yeah, it just, there's something about it that seems like where evil people meet in a um, superhero movie. Don't you think that, like, most record studios are probably kind of evil, like record labels? Yeah, they stole from everybody. They steal all the time from all these artists. Why are they making so much money and they're just sitting in desks? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Who are you? Who are you? You know who we don't have compassion for? Record labels. <laughs> um, which I'm, I'm honestly surprised that record labels still exist. Right. Like, in the way that they do. But I think it's going to slowly go down and there's just going to be not as much of a monopoly. We, uh, we all hope. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Then Lisa and Nene, they are, um, they are downstairs in Nene's house getting ready for, well, it's Lisa and Dwight and Nene shows up. Yeah. And Dwight's in his running outfit. It's a sassy singlet with a shirt overneath and an interesting hat. And, um, you know, there's a lot going on there. You, this is something you got to see with your own eyes. And he demonstrates how well he'll run in hills by hurtling over a huge, like, duffel bag. I know. He's going to need Boniva. I was shocked. <laughs> also, his performance, he, that man can run in heels. That's he also, what I'm saying. He also has, like, this the longest string bing legs I've ever seen in my entire life. And he is just running around there. And then he tells a dirty, nasty lie at the end, saying that was the second time he was in heels. I was like, girl, you were running through the uh, Atlanta in heels with RuPaul in 1972. Don't mm-hmm. be telling me that that's the second. Nobody can run in heels like that's that. That's the second, second time in those heels. <laughs> in those heels that day. <laughs> that he bought yesterday. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, Nini just gets such a kick out of it. I just love seeing Nini so happy. And she was like, fix your nipples, honey. They're falling out. <laughs> like, that's what we're worried about here. That's yeah, what we're everything's worried about. Out. You're um, good. Then we have Michael or Mika. Mika. The rooftop gay showed. Yeah, I thought that was such a cute surprise. I did too. He looked great. He was giving me life. I want to see Mika on RuPaul's Drag Race. Same. I was was loving him. I loved him later too when he was like holding hands with Nene. He was like, come on. Um, uh, And then we go to um, Sheree enters. And Sheree enters during the most boisterous part of this kiki. And I do love when Sheree comes into, Sheree brings energy into a room. Mm-hmm. She really, like, she just joined in. She started with the cackling, with the screaming. She hadn't met half those people in her life. Um, and then they start talking shit about Kim, who was not cordially invited to this event. Which I love. I've never seen somebody go, I was not cordially invited. <laughs> but I still could have gone. Like, Me going yeah. to the coronation. Right. <laughs> Were you the one that they thought was Meghan Markle? Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. I love that they thought that Meghan Markle was disguised. 
<laughs> and honestly, Meghan Markle, it was 2K, me. what it a loss. You should have went. <laughs> that would have been a troll. Dressed as she looked like the guy. He looked like the guy from Cinderella that like waits on the king. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a really rude comparison. No. I was like, this is rude. It this was me. <laughs> you were there. I was oh. there. I was there. I was I the was... one going, boo. 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 You're the one that dressed him in that disgusting You're top. Just big You're khaki and I hate you. Get a job, loser. <laughs> you had a money gun shooting out those bills with the queen's face on them. <laughs> Mom, where's the queen? So they had Princess die on them. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, then we go and we, we go to, we take a bus to where we're going, which seems like it's in the same neighborhood. Like I did not really yeah. understand why they we went had from Nice Lisa's to Nini's. Yeah, I was confused why we had to take a bus there and couldn't just start here. Because until stayed in you the see them area. racing in the race, then you totally get it because none of them can even make it right. hundred meters. Yeah, absolutely. But Dwight and this other gentleman, that they were sprinting. They were Oh my high. gosh. I felt like we were watching Sonya. Bop bop I, bop. I, I, bop, bop, bop. I was scared because I was concerned the heels were going to break. I was like, yeah. this, this is a high quality heels they had on because I was, I was truly concerned for everybody's knees. She is uh, high quality. <laughs> she is durable. I don't believe Sheree ran at all. I didn't see her run. I think she ran left. I don't well, think she, she went ran. so fast. Nene said she beat Lisa. <laughs> and Lisa wasn't chugging it as fast as I thought she was. Well, good for Sheree. I mean, Sheree, one thing that Sheree is, is in shape. Mm-hmm. In shape, so we come. She to the, is built. She is stacked. Uh, she. Then we come to the end. Nini gives a beautiful speech. She gives flowers to the winner, and then it, then Lisa speaks again. And then I'm like, oh, and Lisa's talking. She said something nice. I did think that this just needed to be Nini. I didn't really feel like Lisa was the co-chair, but I guess you know it is nice of a co-chair to let not see what's being done just right. do just do we w- wouldn't know that because we're used to these women being monsters and taking all the credit even from the poor abused bridey um <laughs> that's what i think of when i think of oh. co-chair that kind of calamity oh my goodness it's torture thank you I, <laughs> oh, I did love this whole scene though i, I nice. love seeing nini so happy we've gotten so many memes from this of her running Acting like so fun, so lighthearted, just and just good feeling shit for real. <laughs> with like a goal, and she wants to like, and really just providing, you know, access to these women. And I, you know, I would be interested to see how far this went. I know Nini's had a lot, a lot happening in her life, but mm-hmm. this is such, you know, a great opportunity for her to give back. And it was like something you could tell she was super passionate about. And remember in Beverly Hills, they do want, they do a race like this. And Taylor takes if it's another branch of this. It could have been for sure. Yeah. That makes sense. They go to like San Francisco or something. Mm -hmm. Mauricio wears those big shoes. Yeah. Ah, yes, I do recall. Um, And then we go to uh, Kim meets with Derek J, mostly because I think she needs a free wig trim. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But she's, even though Big Pop is back in her life, Kim's a working girl now, nine to nine to ten. She works from nine to ten, and she um, is going to get this wig line off the ground. By that, she means she is going to pay Derek J to get this wig line off the ground. Um, But she goes, do you have your scissors? I need a trim. I'm like, well, why don't we just cut these wigs to how you want them to look? But whatever he did do that wig, it did look better. Oh, way better. Way better. And I'm like, did you give him um, some cash? Please give no, him some cash. No, she did not. I know. She spent at the hey, casino on the way over. Time. Uh, she's like, I get, I don't carry cash, honey. I don't care. You'd have to call Big Papa. He's got a, a lot of outstanding bills because of me. <laughs> I wonder if Big Papa spent the mortgage. Off. Yeah, that's... <laughs> She pulls scratch-offs out of her wigs. Uh, she should have her... This is where she's lost. Why doesn't Kim have her own scratch-off line? See, she never will have True. the entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-mm. No, no, no. She only has that um, that kitty cat um, swimwear line that shows your puss, for real. Like, it's the lowest-cut swim... Cashmere, that's the, the skincare. And then something... Sun cat. 
I don't know, very Lizzie Rosick of uh, Real Housewives of OC. Some some swimwear brand that nobody cares about. Yeah. Um, then we go to Candy. She's at Capitol Records, meaning Leonard Brooks or Old LB. Old LB, is it? Um, a lot of diamond records downstairs. A lot of diamond records. Um, and she wants to call the, her album The Blog. Because mm-hmm. Candy reads Everything a lot of blogs. Yeah, that's all she does. That's all she's doing is reading blogs about her. And AJ was always on the, the blog's lips. And then he takes her to the top of Capitol Records. Yep. And it overlooks the city. And I feel like I would like to go to the top of Capitol Records now and take a picture. I bet that city looks completely different than it did yes, 15 years ago. Because that was 15 years ago. Long time. That's wild. Uh, it is crazy. And then we get another snooze fest of a scene of Lisa taking a... I don't need to see women of a certain age taking pregnancy tests. I just don't. I mean, I I just, it's like Ramona taking a pregnancy. This is different. Oh my Ramona God. was I, 20 that years was older. Fun. Ramona was 20 years old. But that but, was hilarious just the, the way that like her and Sonia were acting. But like, Ramona was convinced she was pregnant. It was the most delusional, she one of the delusional. most delusional moments of the life. Like she's the, like, I'm 70. I couldn't be in menopause. I'm clearly pregnant. <laughs> clearly. You know what? I didn't want to tell you, but I'm late. I'm yeah, late. bitch. For the last 15 years. <laughs> That's because Avery's been putting food coloring in your panties when you're not looking. <laughs> You've been late forever. Oh, um, and then the baby's laying there and he's so cute and he does oh, look a lot like Ed. He is such a precious little baby. He oh really God. is. And a, and a very sound sleeper. Lisa mm-hmm. gives him a swat on the butt and no reaction. <laughs> um, and and I was she was like, he's so sweet. And I was like, yeah, until he breaks your sternum. Do we not remember that oh. scene two years ago? <laughs> oh, and he's sleeping. Oh my gosh. He's so sweet. I was like, yeah, until you gotta go get your sternocleidomastoid taken out. Um, then we go to needing needing meeting with Curtis's older brother. And mm. I loved Curtis's older brother. Yes. He, he had so good sweet. energy. Yes. I just liked his energy. I, he, he was sharply dressed. He was so sweet. And I was like, meaning you don't need a dad. You just need this man, Mel. Mm-hmm. I like Mel. You got Maybe your uncle Mel. Mel. Who, who could ask for anything more? Yeah, he lived on the West Coast, and he would always come and hang out with Nini, and you could tell they had such a good um, a good relationship. And this is, I mean, I just feel so bad for Nini. Um, the DNA test didn't work out and the way that she thought it would, and then um, Mel's here to try to crack this case, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so they th- he thinks that the dad's Alan, right? Yeah, he thinks the dad. And I think that basically everyone that always knew. Yeah. yeah. And apparently Nini has this very specific memory where her mom took her, where she was little and her mom took her to meet this man and she didn't know who he was. And she, you know, I, you can tell that she had this feeling. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, because why would a man be coming out to the car, looking at you through the car window? Right. And at a grocery like, store. Nini. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, that's weird. It is weird. I mean, this is also heartbreaking and sad. Um, and, and, and hard. I mean, this is a really hard thing, especially because of the relation, kind of relationship Nini had with her mom, which was And awesome. her mom's gone now. Yeah, I know. That's what I think. But even before that, it was just such a different, like, she wasn't raised by her mom. Right. So, but like, she can't ask her any questions. You know what I mean? Right. Like, she it's can't. It's also hard. She has to go to other people. And so that, it makes it even more difficult. So she's going down to Athens and she's going to figure it all out. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mentioning this i forgot to bring up one thing about new jersey and i need the producers on it i don't know whether they need to be on our mom's show but i need marilyn and carolyn to have their own show because marilyn and carolyn the two yes the buzzing dervishes oh my goodness were everything that i needed on tv i was obsessed i want to see a show of I have to say, Jen Fessler had quite a grow up, not the cutest baby. Jen Fessler, I want to see a show of growing up Fessler because Fessler with Marilyn and Carolyn is a riotous show. They mm-hmm. they fit in so well with Marge. I, it Put was, them on the girl want with the moms. Yeah, absolutely. With uh, Mama D and, and Mama Dale. Joyce and Dale. Yes, Sanya's mom. I want Sanya's mom there too. I mm-hmm. I want more from Sanya's mom. I like her. I like when I see her in the corner. I told you I'm obsessed with her. I follow her on Instagram. 
obsessed. <laughs> Told you I'm obsessed with her. Really um, well, that's she makes I... her husband match her every single day. Like literally every single day. So you're obsessed with her because you are her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, I love my fucking self, Josh. <laughs> uh, well, that's our episode, folks. We got, I think, two more till the finale. Mm -hmm. and this was a little bit of a filler episode but also that's what I like about these old seasons even these filler episodes give you so much to chew on there was a lot there and they keep it moving who was your saint sinner well my saint was um was actually Kim Zolciak because she is telling us that the mortgage companies were telling the truth Mm -hmm. I've been waiting for these lies to unfurl and I cannot wait for her to just blame it all on Croy. Yep. Um, I'm waiting for that because I've been sitting on that truth. And my center was Dwight for his heinous lie saying that he only wore t- heels twice <laughs> because I think that's unfair to other men that try to get in heels and run 500 meter dashes. Yeah, that uphill. is. You're going to hurt people, Dwight. You're going to hurt people. You are responsible for this. You are, you are responsible for this. And what about you? My saint was Mika, the Mika. surprise guest. That was Truly. such a fun Great surprise. Energy. Yes, such a good time. And my sinner was Curtis. Yeah. Because I know that it's got to be hard to find out these results, but you're the adult and you really need to step your ass up and reach out to Nina, who's also her. Yeah, and I, you know what's just, I don't know what, you know, I feel like, yeah, it's hard because people do stay stagnant in their emotional space. But I just, it's been so long. Why wouldn't you want to be there for me? I guess nobody, they weren't all really there, that there for Ever me, for so. her, yeah. This one goes out to Mel. I changed my saint to Mel. Mine is yes, yes, he was an angel. He was the only one that seems to be there. He's sitting there sipping the Moscato with Nini. Uh, you go Mel you go okay guys well we love you we love you we love you we can't wait to get back with you next week and talk about what other Bravo celebrities are getting a divorce yes follow us on Instagram and give us a five star rating and review uh yes give us 35 you sent a family dance we can't wait to see you next week amen bitches stay blessed y'all Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, haha. For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to housewivesheretics at gmail.com and check our season playlists, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there. Amen, Amen, bitches. bitches.